On this week's Cambridgeshire Football Weekly, we take a look back at the 2019-20 CAMS Invitation Cup final between Cambridge City and Histon Ladies. Myself and the 105 Sport team and the good work of our technicians as well were at the Abbey Stadium on Wednesday evening broadcasting the Cambridgeshire Football Show midweek live from 6 till 7pm, previewing the match, giving you all the build-up, speaking to both camps, managers, players, the referee involved, Stacey Fullick, a nice interview with the CAMS FA as well the referee development officer Sam Anderson about the great work of the new female development group and also we rounded up the weekly football results with Histon and Cambridge City involved so up first then is the build up then we'll head into some commentary from Christopher Walker during the match and then of course round up with the winning speeches in the post-match interviews the Cambridgeshire Midweek Football Show on Cambridge 105 Radio with the Cambridgeshire Football Association promoting football at all levels across the city and South Cambridgeshire. Welcome along to a very special edition of the Cambridgeshire Football Show Midweek live from the Abbey Stadium, the home of Cambridge United as we bring you build-up to the 2019-20 Women's Cams Invitation Cup Final between Cambridge City and Histon. We started with 13 teams all those months ago and now we are left with just two, Cambridge City and Histon. They will battle out for the title of the Cams Invitation Cup champion, etching a different name onto the trophy. City will be hoping to claim their second title in three years, whereas the Stutes will be winners for the first time if they seal victory this evening. This hour will bring you comprehensive build-up of the final with kick-off at 7.30pm. Here from both sets of managers, players and an interview with referee Stacey Fullix as well. Joining us also is Sam Anderson, the CAMS FA Referee Development Officer. We'll be chatting to him about the female referees development group. And we'll also quickly wrap up last night's action from the Izmir North Division. Fixtures between Cambridge City Histon were involved as well. We'll hear from Stutes boss Lance Key too. So if you want to get in touch, you can do all the usual ways. 07919 070 490 is the number to text. Studio at cambridge105.co.uk is the email and at 105sport on Twitter and Facebook if you can get in touch as well. My name is Ollie Slack. Thanks very much for joining me this evening. By my side this evening is two very special guests, Cambridge United captain Kelly ann Burt, who's played in more County Cup finals than it's probably worth counting, <laughs> and local women's commentator Christopher Walker as well. Let's start then, guys, with previewing this final, and it really is a great occasion. Anticipation is building. Kaylee, what's it like to play in a County <laughs> Cup final? Um, natural nerves uh, every single time, no matter who you're playing. It's always a little bit nervous. You know, there's some silverware at stake. Um, there'll definitely be some nerves in the stomachs of the players. It's totally natural. Um, but yeah, very exciting at the same time, um, especially if you come out on the winning side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's how many times have you won this trophy? I genuinely don't know. Um, <laughs> I have lost it also as well, so I know how it feels to be on both sides. <laughs> you do, but you have a chance to win your own Hunts County Cup later yes. on in the season. Yep. Chris, Cambridge City Histon, what's going to decide this final this evening? I think it's going to be really who handles the occasion the better. Uh, obviously, uh, Cambridge City have had a bit of a tough season this season, moving up into, into Tier 4. And so this will be seen as a chance to maybe just get a bit more confidence into the players, ready for the running for the season. As for Histon, they'll come into this markedly as the underdogs, I think. Mm. So really, from Matt Payne's side, they've got nothing to lose. So that could make them very, very dangerous. I think it is down to really how the leading players go as well. Obviously, Poppy Kelly has been banging in the goals for the Stutes this season. 12 goals so far. 
Um, whereas for, for Cambridge City, they are spreading their goals around the players. Charlotte Gillies, mm. always dangerous on the wing, four goals this season. And Carly Tolentino has not shot, I think, a, a hat-trick in the cup competitions and has been really reserving her goal scoring for the cup occasions. So I think it's, it's really going to be down to you know who handles the occasion the better. Mm. Well, and the size it. of the pitch, because that is quite a sizable <laughs> playing surface, to be fair. Looking pretty dark at the minute as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that does get brighter afterwards. <laughs> you know, that does get better. Assuming the floodlights will come on. That'd be quite tricky if they don't. Let's see how last year's final unfolded. Then Cambridge United against Cambridge City. Chris was providing the commentary for Love it. Outlet with a pole driver. Oh, and it's in the back of the net. And Mundigo looks to actually put the down. He's ready to just bomb it into the net. And Amy Howlett has given United the lead. Shepard begins to run up for United. And sends a kick number one way and doubles the lead for United. And only two minutes after the restart, United are now 2 0 off. Is there time to grab the last bit equaliser? Full-time whistle is gone, and City have lost the cup final. They've got to have the trophy back. United regain the silverware. And this season's winners of the Cambridge FA Women's County Cup, the Invitational Cup, is Cambridge United. So, Kayleigh, listening to that back, what was the outstanding memory from that day? Winning. <laughs> <laughs> Lifting the trophy, it's always, always the best memory, no matter how comfortable or uncomfortable the victory is. <laughs> It's always lifting the trophy. What's special sure. about this competition, different to, to most others you compete in throughout the season? Um, I think playing for Cambridge United have always naturally sort of been the favourites to win. Um, so of recent seasons when City have sort of like been in the mix, it's been a really good final either way um, when City have been involved too and other teams I remember I think I've been playing in the competition since I was 16 so it's quite a long time <laughs> um, but it we've, we've always got a better chance of winning than say like the FA Cup or mm -hmm. things like that uh, naturally not in a yeah. disrespectful way at all um, but and it's always good to play against local teams as well local players that I know that aren't necessarily on my team but you play against um, and I think it's really good to um, raise the profile for women's football in Cambridgeshire mm. and Chris playing at the Abbey it's always a special occasion isn't it oh absolutely well, this, is my, this, is my <laughs> well, this is my second this is my second cup final second doing one of these mm. and uh, this will be the first of three county cup finals I'll be covering around the home counties this, this year but it's a, it's a good occasion but the thing is as well to actually play at a football league stadium that's that is an added bonus and that's that's an experience as a player mm. you don't often get that and that's something to just savour yeah we'll get in that experience tonight is Cameron City and Histon will allow you two to have a breather and we'll speak to one of the teams involved now first up we're chatting to Cambridge City their manager Tim Rapley and captain Becca Faye City won the competition back in 2018 but had to hand it back over to United last season they'll be hoping to make it two successes in three years this evening and on the way to the final, they defeated Marchtown United 8-0 and Newmarket Town 4-0. So just a couple of <laughs> close games, you say. Uh, guys, how are you feeling? Tim, how are you feeling back at the Abbey with a chance to, to lift another trophy? Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. Hello, first of all, Ollie. Um, yeah, really looking forward to the game today. Um, just heard the guys talking there about last year. So uh, <laughs> no, we didn't do our, do our best, although narrowly lost. But um, yeah, really looking forward to tonight and hopefully we can uh, put on a good performance. 
Likewise, Becca, excited, nervous? How are, how are, the, how are the feeling? How are you feeling? Um, yeah, as always, I think it's a bit of both. Um, fortunately for the squad we've got tonight, I think it's, um, for a lot of them, it's second time round being here. So hopefully less nerves than last year, because obviously last year was quite a big big game for a lot of the girls who hadn't actually played at a stadium like this before. You know, so how, how much can that experience that you had last year help? I guess coming into the ground, getting into the dressing room, it's all not familiar anymore. It's just, I guess, probably what you're used to a bit more. Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's, it's still a cup final and there's still something special and something a little bit different about a cup final regardless of where it's played and who you're playing. Um, and how desperate you to get the trophy back as well? <laughs> Probably wouldn't use the word desperate, but <laughs> it would definitely be a very nice feeling. Tim, how are you going to approach today's final? Will the style of play change? We know City likes to be on the front foot, like to be attacking and you're favourites as well. So I imagine that lends it to that style of play anyway, but given a final, will that change how you play at all? Yeah, I think, you know, we will be favourites because we're, we're playing in the higher league than, than Histon. Um, but we have to get on the front foot, I think. Um, I wasn't there at the last game when they played Newmarket and I think we were we were pretty dominant in that game. Maybe didn't take as many chances as we, as we created. Um, but yeah, I think we just have to be on the front foot. We have to go out there and enjoy it, really. Um, I know all the players we've got can play. Um, at times this season it has been a little bit tricky because you're not getting as much ball as you were, you're not getting as much time as you were. So I think tonight is an opportunity, hopefully, uh, for the, the girls to show what they can do and how they can play and put on a really positive uh, display. Is it difficult, more difficult in a final to be positive, more difficult to demand the ball and, and, and try and get on the front foot because of the pressure off the, the cup final? Yeah. I think finals are funny things. I mean, sometimes they can be quite scrappy affairs and, and sometimes um, they can be very close affairs when you think a team might be better than, than the other. Um, but I, I don't think there'll be any problems once the, the whistle goes and they get into the game. I, I think they'll be fully focused on that. I don't think the surroundings or atmosphere sort of off the pitch will have any bearing on it at all. So I'm fully expecting them to uh, have a good game, uh, be nice and relaxed and um, yeah, good luck to them. Usually team news is announced an hour before kickoff. We're 20 minutes before half past six. Are you willing to tell us you're starting 11? Well, I, I would, but I left the team sheet at home. <laughs> so uh, I've, uh, I've rung Ness up, who's always uh, sweeping up after me. So um, I think it said half an hour in the rules beforehand. So okay. Uh, okay. certainly I'll make sure you've got it half hour beforehand, uh, Ollie. We'll leave it at that for now. Becca, let's talk about the semi-final against Newmarket. I spoke to you after the game. Freya Standing, Carly Tolentino and Charlotte Gillies, you said they were too quick and you wouldn't like to defend against them. Are they going to be important for you tonight? Uh, yeah, definitely. I still stand by that comment. Um, <laughs> definitely happens too much in training. But um, yeah, for us, I think obviously the pitch is bigger than what we're probably used to. And there's a lot of width on the pitch as well. So if we can get them girls on the ball um, and running at pace, then that will definitely work in our favour. So do you feel the extra width suits you, suits your style of play? Uh, potentially, yeah. Um, well, we'll see tonight, <laughs> won't we? <laughs> we'll soon find out. How's the, the week of training been? The preparation obviously played last weekend or on the weekend against uh, Basel as well. So focus is probably on that game. But you've had a few days to try and get this game into your heads as well. Um, yeah, so Basildon was actually called off um, in the end. So we didn't play Sunday. Um, so Tim and Ollie got us in last night. Um, bit of time on the ball and sort of shake through a few cobwebs off um, but yeah I think I think we're ready to go and what's the message been to the players over the last few days Tim well in training we were doing non-contact with no tackling so I hope they don't take that into the game tonight and they actually do remember to put a tackle <laughs> in there every now and again um, but no it was just a, a relaxed session last night just to get together and as Becca says just uh, blow the cobwebs away a little bit um, we've got a squad of uh, 14 players today um, it's a little bit different in terms of roll on roll off 
um, mm-hmm. for us. So that gives us a little bit of an opportunity maybe to, to change things around a little bit more than you can on a, on a league game where you have to be a little bit careful with your substitutions. So um, yeah, all in all, um, really looking forward to it. I hope there's a, a decent crowd come tonight uh, and uh, we can put on a, a decent display for them, for them. Yeah, hopefully so. I was speaking to Ben Yeomans actually after the Cambridge United vs RCA Sports semi-final in the Hunts Cup and he was saying he likes the roll-on, roll-off subs because it allows you to coach players more in-game. You can bring them off, say what you want them to do and then send them back on. Is that something you, that, that resonates for you? Yeah, totally agree. Um, I think that's possibly been one of the biggest um, barriers, difficulties for me personally as a manager this year because we've been used to roll and roll off since you know the age of nine all the way up. So it's the first time that we've had to really manage the substitutions. And I think also just getting back to our league, there's a fair bit of travelling involved. And when you can um, you know, have three subs, it, it is quite difficult at times because you know people are doing this for off their own back. They're not getting paid to play. Um, and yeah, you know, you want to give everyone a, an opportunity and a chance, but sometimes that is that is quite tricky. So I'd actually be in favour of roll on roll off um, at a higher level within the ladies' game. I think that would be good for the good for the game. Mm, and and n- nice to be back playing locally as well. What is it like playing at the Abbey or managing at the Abbey for you? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I shouldn't really share this, but I think I've been up here five times as a as a player and as a manager, and I'm um, I'm I'm zip at the moment. So <laughs> hopefully that will change tonight. But I won't tell the tell the girls that. <laughs> so two years ago when you won the trophy, you weren't. You weren't here, were you? No, it was at Histon. We, oh, we played. Yeah, 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 yeah. We played at Histon. So I'm talking about schoolboys football and that sort of thing, okay. rather than rather <laughs> than my managerial career. So, uh, yeah. Where, where, who did you play for as a as a schoolboy then? A Netherhall Never. school. So yeah, in the final, I think every year from first year to fifth year, played three up here and lost all three. The oh. other two we won. So uh, obviously, it's not lucky ground for me, is it? So looking for personal revenge tonight. Yeah. Becca, for you, what's it like playing at the Abbey? Imagine you played here a couple of times now. Uh, yeah, I've been up here. I think it's three or four times now. Um, a couple of times for the other side um, <laughs> when back in the days of United but yeah for me um, t- tonight's definitely the one for us I think some of your is it some of your teammates shouting in the background um, in terms of the, the league season I imagine for you guys it's probably nice to forget about the league season and just and just sort of focus on a cup competition obviously it was always going to be tricky coming into the national league your first first season in it um table wise you'd you'd like to be in, be in a better position than where you are but a nice opportunity tonight to just forget about that and, and play some cup football and potentially come away with a trophy yeah definitely i think um if we can be successful tonight and then obviously focus back on the league we've got some very important games coming up in the next couple of weeks in terms of the league so maybe tonight is sort of a bit of a refresher and then something that we can possibly build on going forwards and likewise, Tim, I guess for you, the team talk, is it, is it more about trying to let the players enjoy these occasions or have you still got to try and get the instructions across which are going to make you win the game? Yeah, I think I'll probably leave most of that to Ollie, to be honest with you, this <laughs> evening. Um, but I, I think finals are there to be enjoyed. Um, having said that, I always say to them that you enjoy it a hell of a lot more when you win the, the game and you, you can enjoy and celebrate with the cup. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of both. But um, I think the guys now are, are pretty experienced and I think they'll, they know what they've got to do person it's just a few reminders of how we want to play the game tonight mm. Becca what's your messages skiffer to the players before you go out then oh I can't share that with you <laughs> <laughs> oh that's cruel that's gonna <laughs> Tim your message then your message to the players can you give us some insight uh, it's, it's, it's just it's just relax enjoy it try and knock the ball about I think the surface is gonna be fantastic it's had a little bit of rain on it this afternoon and it's still drizzling a little bit now so there's absolutely no excuses um, for the pitch conditions. We quite like playing on a 3G surface where we can mm-hmm. pass the ball around. And I, I think, you know, there is absolutely no excuses tonight. So it's down to them to, uh, to get it on and bring the game home. Well, all the best for this evening. 
and thank you very much for joining us. Hopefully we'll be speaking to you afterwards and who knows, you might have your first win at the Affy, Tim. Let's hope so, yes. and, a, and another medal around your neck, Becca. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Ollie. Cheers, Ollie. Thanks very much. Cheers. I'm not sure where our, our guest pundits have gone to, both Kayleigh and, uh, and Chris. So what we'll do now, we'll hear from the referee this evening, uh, Stacey Fullick. She's the official, the lady in the middle tonight and I caught up with her last night. And uh, I caught up with her last night and she said that she was honoured to be awarded the final. Obviously, you always get the uh, pre the pre match nerves, but no, um, myself and the team we feel we feel well well prepared, and yeah, we're we're, we're buzzing for the final. Really, it's going to be a good occasion. Yeah, it's funny because all the attention generally does seem to be on the the two teams, but you forget that equally, you guys in the the officials' room are probably equally nervous. What's sort of the the plan for you when you turn up at the ground? What sort of things do you you get up to before you step out onto the pitch and blow the whistle for the first time? Yeah, so 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 for me, it's all about my pre-match preparation, really. So I like I like a good couple of tunes in the changing room, just just you know, just get get a bit pumped up for the game. You know, our nerves are just as equal as as, as the players' nerves, really. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll just take a walk out on the pitch, get a feel for get a feel for how big and how wide the pitch is, and then we'll go in and do a bit of a bit of a pre-match talk, and then yeah, we'll be ready and ready and raring to go. My mind makes me sort of think it, it sounds a bit like a, a school exam where just before you go into the exam you do some last-minute preparation and look at look at some notes or revision. Is that okay? Are you flicking through some rules as, as you go out or is it generally all stored and, and ready to go? Generally, it's all stored and it's ready to go. We've already done our research. We've already done, you know, on both teams and I've already done, already checked all the rules of the competition as well. It's always vitally important <laughs> that you do remember the competition rules as well as the laws of the games at the same time. In terms of the final, do you referee a, a cup final, a county cup final, perhaps any differently to how you would any other game? Are you slightly more lenient with your, your bookings in the first few minutes because it's a final? Does a final change how you referee a game? No, absolutely not. It, sh- it shouldn't take any... It, sh- it shouldn't change change your game at all. You just go out there, you do the same, what you do, do week in, week out, and then you just, you just do You just try your absolute best. Of course, you're always going to get that thought in your mind of that... So those those pre-match nerves, you know. But as soon as you as soon as you get out there and you blow the whistle, you know you're at ease and and it's just a normal game to you. With regards to experience, you've got it in in buckets full. You've managed to referee an FA Youth final between Arsenal and Chelsea women, and also in the FA Women's Championship as well, running the line. So I imagine the County Cup final and coming back doing local games is, is probably quite a treat for you. Yeah, it's a lovely treat for me, to be honest with you. I wasn't really expecting to get a final this year. Um, it's been a bit difficult getting uh, my county games in with my championship lines, um, taking preference in my, with, along with my National national League uh, middles as well. Uh, but no, I'm really, really excited. Um, I get on with both clubs really well, so I'm really excited to uh, get talking to the players and get talking to the managers as well. Um, it will be good fun. Is it quite a proud occasion as well because you're refereeing a final in your home county in, uh, and where you live and where you're from? Yeah, absolutely. I'm extremely proud and extremely honoured to like get the final. The other two assistants as well, um, they've they've got the final, so they'll uh, they'll they'll be just as proud and just as honoured as what I am. Am I right in saying as well, Stacey, you've played in a county cup final before as well? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely, absolutely did. It's, def- it's definitely going to be um, a, stra- a strange one to be on the other side of it for a change. Going in when I was playing, I was, I was probably still about the same level as nerves as what I am refereeing it. But it's, it's yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. In terms of other 
other initiatives and other schemes today. So you mentioned to me that you were, over the weekend, you went to an FA Women's Grassroots event at St George's Park. Tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, so uh, the, the, the the Grassroots Development um, Day at St George's Park, um, I'd been a couple of years before around participating, but this was the first year I was actually asked as a senior referee to go. So it was a really extremely proud moment for myself to be seen as one of the senior female referees within the FA now. Um, there was over 100 referees that come across from the whole country, seven of which were actually from Cambridgeshire, which is amazing, which really shows that we've got the talent coming through now. Um, and basically the aim of the day was to offer them um, some like bespoke uh, practical sessions, some education opportunities. Um, and the aim really was to inspire and motivate them so they can achieve in their refereeing world, really. The Cambridgeshire Midweek Football Show on Cambridge 105 Radio with the Cambridgeshire Football Association, promoting football at all levels across the city and South Cambridgeshire. You're welcome back to the Cambridgeshire Football Show Midweek, live here from the Abbey Stadium ahead of tonight's Women's Cam's Invitation Cup Final between Cambridge City and Histon. We're just going to finish off on Cambridge City. No team news, Chris, at the minute, but in their last uh, game in the semi-final, they line up with Freya Standing, Carly Tolentino and Charlotte Gillies as the front three. Do you imagine they'll go for a similar line-up tonight? Yeah, I don't think, I don't think in all fairness, Tim will change anything. I think he's, you know, in the, the formation, obviously... They've had two good wins in the competition, an 8-0 win against Marchtown United Ladies in the quarters, and then obviously then dispatching Newmarket, mm -hmm. beating the Lady Jockeys 4-1. I can't. I don't think there's any reason to change it. Yeah. Um, they'll come into this match, I think, serious favourites, but he will not want to be taking that for granted, as neither all the players. You know, when you are a, a favourite in the cup competition or you're the favoured side, you don't want, as a coach, you don't want your team getting complacent as a captain or players you know the job isn't done mm. you know you've got 90 minutes of cup football anything can happen so you know i, don't, I think it, i think it will stick with with basically winning the cups mm. it's been a, a winning a winning a winning formation and a winning uh, combination and kelly as a center half <laughs> how does that front <laughs> three make you feel <laughs> a lot of pace becca said Yes, no, there is a lot of pace. They're pretty tenacious going forward, those three, if I'm honest. Um, if they use um, all their skills that they have, speed, agility, pretty well, um, there'll be plenty of goals in this game, I think. I think it's a pretty strong front three, if I'm honest. Mm, let's hope so. How difficult will it be, Chris, for City to, for, to forget their league form? Obviously, we know it's been a, a difficult season in the National League Division 1 South East, but as we said, a chance almost to get away from that tonight, yeah, break free I think of it's, that. I think this is, in all fairness, I think, when I've speaking as a former coach myself, it's when you have cup games. It's sometimes it's a welcome diversion. Mm. It is literally as you say take your mind off it. But the fact you've got a you know, great occasion, a league league stadium, and a chance to add silverware, as, as Kaylee mentioned it earlier in the broadcast, you know that silverware, that's something nice. And it's county cup. It's pride to be mm -hmm. the top team in the county, and that counts a lot. It counts a lot in my book, and I think a lot of the players. You know, everyone who's here will want to be, you know, top dog in their county. Mm. And before we speak to uh, the guys at Histon, Kayleigh, obviously difficult probably for you to say as a, <laughs> as a, a rival in City and, and sort of scrapping around towards the bottom of the Division 1 South sure. East. But if City do win tonight, what could, the, could that do for their league form? Ooh improve it I would hope <laughs> I, would, I would hope they'd um, kick on from it to be honest if we were in this situation it was ex it's exactly what we would aim to do um, and I hope it fills them with some confidence because I know what it's like to be obviously in the similar 
similar uh, league position um, and it does affect your confidence it's completely natural and I hope that um, the girls get some confidence out of this because it's really important to you as a player um, to then hopefully filter that through the rest of your team and then kick on for the rest of your season in the league yeah, well, let's hope both United and City manage to avoid the drop in the Digimon South East. United, 8th for the minute, so looking pretty good on 11 points. City, 11th place, that is second bottom, 6 points from their 12 games. Let's talk Histon now then, and uh, they are the other team in the final tonight, kind of up against Cambridge City. Before we do, we've had a text in as well uh, from Nigel. Thanks for getting in touch, Nigel. Nigel says, uh, you're doing a fantastic job this evening covering the women's football in Cambridgeshire tonight and all season. Thank you very much for your text, Nigel. So as I said, Histon this evening, a 4-1 victory against Leverington Sports in the quarters and a 4-2 victory against Fulburn Bluebirds in the semi-finals. Earned them a place in the final this evening. Manager Matt Payne, who I believe it's his... Birthday this evening, I've been told. <laughs> Who told you that? Uh, I think it was your assistant. <laughs> <laughs> He's not getting a beer after. <laughs> and Skipper Sophie, Lano, and Vice Captain Ali Wright joins us as well. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Firstly, Matt, how are you feeling? You nervous, excited, looking forward to it, I imagine? Excited and looking forward to it, to be honest. I don't think we need to be nervous. When I spoke to you last week, um, we know we're the underdogs tonight. So for us, we don't feel like the pressure's necessarily on us. We just want to be here, enjoy the occasion, plan on a nice pitch out there tonight, having a walk around. It seems really good considering all the rain we've had. Mm. And I understand as well, you haven't won the trophy before. What would it mean to get your name on the on the trophy? Uh, the first it's time? one of those that has been a bugbear for me. Yes, I believe <laughs> this is our fourth or fifth final now. I can't remember off the top of my head, but yes, always finalists and never quite got the trophy at the end of it. Hopefully tonight might be different. Yeah, and uh, and Sophie, then for you as a captain, how are you? What, what, I guess what what are you saying to the team ahead of the final? It's something uh, as much as that's eluded you for a number of years, but you're in a final, a great chance of getting silverware. First and foremost, I'm going to tell them to uh, just enjoy the moment, enjoy the game, uh, work together as a team, and um, who knows, we're the underdog. Mm. Pressure's on them, not us. And Ali, how are you feeling ahead of the final? Oh, we're absolutely buzzing. Uh, the, the girls at the moment in the change room, we're just so excited to be here. Like some of the girls haven't even played at a sort of stadium like this before. So, um, yeah, we're absolutely buzzing. Matt, how are you going to approach this? Spoke to Tim, and, and as favourites, he wants to be on the front foot and really on the ball yourselves. As, as underdogs, uh, does that change the way you play at all? Are you looking to play your natural game? We said the players have spoke about this. Uh, me and my staff have spoke about it as well. We feel like we've been in a really good run of form recently, regardless of obviously the opposition to what City used to play and to what we're used to playing against. But we don't feel like we want to change our game plan from what we've been doing this season too much. We're going to have a go at them. In previous years, people have judged us for being too defensive. Obviously, we have to be to a certain extent when you're playing against a team two levels above you, but we like to hope we've got a few different players from what they would have seen with us before and we might have one or two different things we might be able to execute tonight. I was going to say, have you managed to see the quality of Cambridge City around the county. Imagine it's decided you've, you've come up against a number of times over the years, so you know your opponents pretty well. Yeah, they've picked up a couple of new players themselves this year that I'm not too familiar with, but on the whole, the majority of their starting 11 from what we've seen on stats so far, I've seen them over the last couple of years, whether they've been at college games or playing in our league previously. So, yeah, I, I think we know what we're going to expect with them. We know what their strengths are. We know where their weaknesses could be. So, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens. And does their quality, albeit they are struggling a bit in the Division One South East, the National League, they have quality. Does that... I mean, you might be slightly more reserved tonight. You mentioned you've been called slightly defensive over the years. Are you out to prove those people wrong at all? Or you, like you say, I wouldn't just... want to give too much away at the moment. <laughs> we have to see. I guess I'll let all of you judge that tonight when you watch the game. Is this the second manager not telling me the team news? Tim used the excuse of he's left the team sheet at home. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I had a dog, but I don't have a dog. So I would say my cat's maybe eating it tonight then. <laughs> we will try and find the team news for both sides when we get it. Uh, Ali, for you, have you had much experience of playing in cup finals before? Yeah, I have actually. I've been really lucky um, over my career. I've played in quite a few um, cup finals, uh, but I think I think this stadium's probably the best one I've played in. 
yeah, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Sophie, what, what about you? Have you managed to play in, in many cup finals uh, or, or many stadiums like this? A few, yeah, and um, always come up short most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> History with Histon and Shelford before that, so... Well, who, know, who knows tonight? Where does the, the County Cup rank for you guys, really? We spoke to, to, um, to the City Camp and, and Kayleigh as well from United about where the County Cup and why it's so special, playing local sides, playing in local stadiums and, uh, and parks as well. Why is the County Cup so special for you, Matt? For me, again, when you look at other counties in the region, I still think Cambridge is one of the strongest counties that can provide competition for it. I mean, even in the lower leagues now at county level, they are slowly getting better now. I mean, even Fulbourne. Fulbourne a few years ago when we were in that league, you know, there were big scorelines. There was big gaps between us, but it looks like it's all closing up a little bit and mm. it's good to see standing around Cambridgeshire going like that. Even when you look at the teams getting promoted to the regional leagues now, a lot of them are coming up through the Cams League. When you look around at Norfolk, Suffolk, Hertfordshire, there's not so many coming up compared to Cambridge at that point. So I think, again, that's bringing more healthier competition and everyone wants to play in those games. In terms of playing at the Abbey, we just said obviously it's a, a special occasion as well. We often talk about players when we talk about cup finals and playing at these stadiums. What is it like for you managing it in the dugout? And uh... Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's obviously a very nice ground here. The pitch, like I said earlier, is obviously in very good condition from what we've seen walking around on it and some of the girls are out there now having a kick about. Yeah, it feels very special. I think this is a good venue, definitely the right venue now for Cams Fate to try and stick with for every year for the County Cup final now. Well, let's hope for hope so. With City, it was a case of forgetting the league season a little bit and concentrating on this. For you guys, Ali, I guess it's using it as momentum because you're doing pretty well in the Eastern regions. Division 1 North got a chance at promotion if you win your games in hand. So it's just about carrying on that. Definitely, yeah. Like I say, the girls' mentality at the moment is just going out there, trying as hard as possible and, um, yeah, executing um, and getting as many goals as we can and, yeah, hoping to move up in the league. But, yeah, hopefully we can take that mentality in tonight and get the win. And, Sophie, is it really a case of just hoping to propel, as well as winning tonight, if you can, propelling your league season as well afterwards and, and making it a really successful season, both in Cups and League? Yeah, definitely. Like the, For us, this is just another game that we want to win. Same, that's the mentality we take into every league game now. Um, and it's working. The momentum since Christmas has been fantastic, albeit a few called-off games due to the weather. But we just want to keep pushing on now and really challenge for the top places. Mm. Matt, what's it been like for you as manager with, with the number of games called off? There's probably going to be a bit of a backlog now towards the end of the season um, to try and fit the games in. If you had to try and balance selection with cup and league fixtures at times? Uh, it's not been too bad. I mean, the squad, touching wood, has been very fit and healthy this year. We've only really got one long-term absentee out tonight. Um, we've been very blessed with that this season. Obviously, as you say, the games are building up now. Obviously, this will be a really tough one tonight. We've just come off the back of a tough quarter-final win Sunday, just gone and then potentially playing at home to Needham Market this Sunday. So the games are coming mm. thick and fast. But the squad depth is there. Some people who might not get many minutes tonight will definitely get their playing time this Sunday. And we just have to manage that in three competitions that we're competing in at the moment. We spoke to Tim about how he delivers the message in the dressing room, whether it's about making sure they get the right instructions to deliver the result or making sure they enjoy the occasion as well. I guess it's a balance, isn't it, between the two? Yeah, it's difficult. I think we have a good balance. In previous years, sometimes perhaps we're... You know, there's been criticisms where we come across from players that were too serious sometimes. But at the end of the day, if you're playing at as high a level as possible, you have to have that seriousness in there. But at the same time, you want there to be a good balance between that and dressing room banter at the same time. And I think the girls will probably agree we've definitely got the right balance this year for that. Definitely. And where do you feel you can get it, City? We haven't yet seen the team news. We will bring it to you <laughs> when we get it. Where do you feel their, their weaknesses possibly are? 
if they line up with how we're expecting them to, <laughs> uh, again, obviously I know that's being kept fairly hush-hush at the moment, we, we feel there's two or three of our players that they won't know very much about that we think will cause them problems for different reasons, not necessarily all in the same areas, but just spread across the pitch. It will be a bit of a surprise for them and it will take them maybe a little while to adjust to some of those. Some they will know very well, others not so much, and that's what we're hoping. A little bit of the unknown might throw a few spanners in the works for them. And when you spoke to me last week on the Cambridge Football Show midweek, you mentioned about the variety in your attack as well, having, having players who are able to hold the ball up and also going behind, press as well, lots of different strings to your bow. People can't always work out our system. That's what we're finding quite well in the league at the we're moment. Giving it away. Uh, yeah, as Ali says, we're definitely not giving anything away. Um, people will sometimes say they're playing that. Then they turn around the next five minutes, next to us in the other dugout, and say they're playing that. So that is one good thing that with our setup that we can disguise at times. Again, people will look from the stand tonight. They will have their own perspective on what they think we're playing. But again, I will let you guys decide. You can tell me maybe afterwards. I look forward to it. Sophie, Ali, Matt, thank you very much thank for you. joining thank us. You. Happy Cheers. birthday, Matt, as well. Thank you very much. Hopefully, it's a, a very happy birthday and all the best for this evening let's bring Kaylee and uh, Chris back in as well to the conversation um, and try and uh, try, try and figure out what these team lineups are going to be uh, and also get a bit of an analysis on Histon and, and where they think the game will be won and lost for you Kaylee Histon aside who you've played against much over the years um, I before it became sort of Histon Ladies, they were known as Great Shelford. Mm-hmm. Um, and years gone by, I want to say at least twice, the uh, Cambridgeshire County Cup final was us against Great Shelford. So okay. I do recognise quite a lot of the players, um, especially Ali Wright. So when the Cambridgeshire, um, when when Cambridge had a women's county team, yeah, we played together in that. And also Tessa Shaw, she was with us um, for a short amount of time a few seasons ago. Um, who else? Sophie Hopkin, I've played against quite a lot. Um, and Eleanor as well, I can see the keeper over there. She used to play with me at Cambridge United Centre of Excellence back in the day. Um, back in the day. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> going to tell you how many years ago that was. Um, but I, there's definitely a lot of faces I recognise, not necessarily ones I've played against, but played with... Um, and played against. So, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen Histon play for a very long time. So this will be really exciting to see. And Chris, Histon so far, quarter-final 4-1 victory against Leverington Sports, 4-2 victory in the semis against Fulham Bluebirds. So they've dispatched teams when they've had the chance. Yeah, um, I think that's. Uh, I think you need to have that bit of um, clinical finishing. Mm-hmm. When you're in, especially in new cup competitions, you need to see games out. And again, you know, obviously taking on those sort of sides, that will do Matt's, Matt's side, you know, give him a bit of confidence. And the fact they have not been like two ones or one nils, there have been a few goals which is getting spread around. So it's uh, helping build the confidence ahead of what is a massive occasion. Mm. And City are two tiers above Histon, so yes. understandably favourite. So give a, some hope to Histon fans. How can the ladies win this match tonight? I think basically the importance is going to be the first five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not let, you know, easy to say, don't let the occasion get to you. But I think it's going to be be tight at the back and basically not, but not be too tight that you're nervous and scared to make a mistake. But it's basically mm-hmm. trying to be solid for, basically get a solid, steady ten minutes, mm-hmm. five, ten minutes in. Nothing silly. Try not to play yourselves into trouble. I've worn that hat previously a long, long time ago. He's advertising. A long, long time ago. Oh, no, a long, long time ago. Uh, it's not jumpers for goalposts. <laughs> Honestly, marvellous. No, um, but no, it's basically, as I said, it's got to be a steady, steady start. No, nothing silly. Uh, and basically, again, if you have ball, just hold on to it. Have possession, get the feel of the surface, get your confidence on how that ball will run. As I say, it looks like a fairly, fairly firm surface out there. We've had mm. a little bit of rain 
this afternoon. Not a lot, um, but it's again just judging the conditions and again with the size of that pitch is getting used in that first say 10-15 minutes of how much power you need to put in for your passes. Yep. And Kaylee, lastly then from you before we head over to the travel, we'll come back to both of you in the, the latter part of the show just to uh, wrap up this uh, County Cup special. But what are you saying to your players then in the first five, ten minutes as captain from the back? What instructions are you giving them? You have to settle into the game. Um, no matter how nervous you are, you let those nerves out when you're doing your walkout, when you're doing your handshakes or elbow pumps or whatever it is now for the <laughs> coronavirus. But, um, um, you get that out of the way. And the minute you go into your huddle, your eyes are on the game, your mind's on the game. You have to settle in in the first five, ten minutes, find your feet, then start to express, express yourself, grow into the game and um, do your best. Well, let's hope both sides do that and we get a good start to the match. Guys, again, thank you very much for now. We'll come back to you a little bit later on, but it's now time to head off to the roads. The Cambridgeshire Midweek Football Show on Cambridge 105 Radio with the Cambridgeshire Football Association, promoting football at all levels across the city and South Cambridgeshire. Got a t- I've got a tweet in from Mr Blue Sky on Twitter saying he's listening in. Thanks very much for your company, Mr Blue Sky. Before we get the final thoughts of Chris and Kayleigh ahead of the final and hopefully speak to Sam Anderson, the Referee Development Officer of the CAMS FA, let's quickly wrap up last night's Ismian North Division fixtures involving our local sides. Cambridge City continued their incredible run of form with a five-star performance against Holbridge Sports. They won the match 5-0, their fifth win in a row and fifth clean sheet on the bounce too. Well, Histon earned a point against playoff chasing Coggleshall Town in a one-all draw. Ollie Murs was there, I can report, at the Glass Worlds. Didn't manage to get a selfie with him, though. The Stutes have only won one in their last ten games, but manager Lance Key was very satisfied with the point. That's about five draws in the last ten games. Um, and if you look at the draws we've had, you know, Deerham, Tilbury, today obviously against Coggleshall, you know, some good sides we've played against in the last sort of, in this run. Um, but it is a difficult league, so... Tonight it took us a while to get going. The first 20 minutes, they were their front two were very lively. Um, they were quite direct, actually, I thought, um, and they went in behind us quite a lot. But once we got to grips with the game, I thought, you know, I thought we we, we managed the game quite well for the second part of the first half. Um, obviously, we get a goal from nothing really, a, you know, a snapshot on the edge of the box, which then comes off the keeper. Ed Rolf does what strikers should do, follow in. Um, goalkeeper brings him down for the penalty, and Max York, you know, takes it with a plumb. Uh, the disappointing thing from that then obviously then you can see 60 seconds later and, and that was the only really kind of downside of that first or the second part of the first half where I thought once we got our, our foothold in the game I thought we did okay. In terms of um, the formation tonight, switch to a, a diamond mm. from your usual sort of 4-3-3, was that generally to try and get the likes of Dan Brown and Ed Rolf closer together and cause a bit of havoc that way? What was the thinking behind the, the switch? It was a little bit like that. Um, obviously you have the two strikers closer together and play as a, as a partnership uh, instead of a three when you sometimes can be quite wide and, and stretched. Um, but certainly at their place when they beat us 5-1, we, we got beat with balls or runners through the middle. And so we compacted that today and kind of had a pyramid kind of formation, um, like you say. Uh, it worked for the, for the most part. I thought we dealt with it quite well when we said that the, the only width they'll have is their fullbacks getting forward, and we're quite happy to let them have the ball, you know, in deep areas. And they never really hurt us, you know. But they're a good side. You can see that, you know, they pass the ball well, they move well. Um, so again, if you'd asked before before the game, would I take a point? I would have been delighted with it. And I think that the last hour of the game, I thought, you know, we showed our credentials as a as a, as a group. And when you've got three youngsters of 17 years of age on the pitch as well. Um, it, you know, it bodes well, hopefully, for the club. You know, it's good experience for them against a good side. Um, physically is one thing you'd, you'd say that, you know, people like Owen and Lewis may lack just now. Um, Alfie certainly has that. Um, but 
you know, over the piece. You know, I thought, especially second half, I thought, I thought we actually we shaded it. And um, you know, okay, Peaches made a great save off their number nine. You know, with about five six minutes to go. Um, that's all. That's we deserve that tonight. You know, we, we we didn't get what we deserved against Tilbury tonight. We did get what we deserved. You said to me, playoffs are over. You're not going to go down. So. Does the substitutions you made in the second half in terms of bringing on Owen Mully and Lewis Mayer, starting Alfie Lawrence again, does that show the direction you want to head now for the rest of the season? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, we've got injuries and suspensions as well, which obviously helps that cause. Um, obviously, you hadn't got the likes of Lee Smith out there today that would be ideal for these youngsters to play alongside, you know, with his experience and his knowledge. But yes, we will be looking towards that if we can. But obviously, we still want to finish the season in a good manner, you know, Cambridge City won again 4-0 tonight and they're flying at the moment and it's, you know, we said in the dressing room, like I said on the radio today, uh, last week, sorry, that we want to try and finish above Cambridge City in Soam. I think that would be difficult the way Cambridge City are going right now, I won't lie, um, but certainly can we can we still finish the season positively because that then bodes well for next year and we take it into next year. But we've learned a lot this season so far and um, we've integrated youngsters throughout the whole season in the, in the League Cup and now the League games as such. So yeah, if we can do that towards the end of the season with, what, what is it, 10 games to go, then we'll do that. Lance Key speaking to me after the game last night against Coggleshall Town. Histon won, Coggleshall Town won. They're in action again on Saturday at home at the Glass World. Mould and Tiptree, the league leaders, were another toughie for them. Cambridge City are also in action on Saturday away to Haybridge Swifts and of course the U's away to Leighton Orient. We'll be covering that all on the Cambridgeshire Football Show at 12pm on Saturday. Right, let's head back to referees. And you heard earlier from Stacey Fullocks, the referee out in the middle this evening. And we'll continue that discussion now. I'm delighted to say I've been joined by the Cambridgeshire referee development officer Sam Anderson to chat about the female referee development group Sam thanks for joining us no problem at all so tell us a bit more about the, the group then what is it and who's involved yeah so we've recently formed a, a core group with our match officials um, that are female to sort of try and develop the female game within refereeing um, it's an area we've been developing over the last two seasons really and sort of culminated this season with a trip to St George's Park for uh, seven of them uh, for the grassroots development day um, which proved really successful, um, aiming to inspire and encourage those female officials to sort of progress and develop further in the game, really. And I spoke to you about a year ago, I think yeah. it was, about the, the female-only referee courses and the Purple yep. Shirt campaign as well, that sort of thing, trying to link them together and try and basically encourage females to take up refereeing in the county. Are we now starting to see the effects of that in the numbers that we're talking about? Yeah, definitely. I mean, this last course that we're running at Chatteris at the moment would take us over the 60 female referee mark, Brilliant, yeah. um, which is trying to do the percentages in my head about a 10 percent <laughs> um level which is up by about 20 referees based on last season so it is starting to work and it's starting to come to fruition a bit more um and that female only course is an aspect that we are looking at doing again over the summer at some stage so um the way that we're trying to go is by the end of next year hopefully having 100 female referees in the game in cambridge which will be magnificent for the for the, for the level of the game that we've got in terms of the female game at the moment that'd be brilliant how do these numbers stack up compared to sort of the rest of the counties across the uk uh, equivalent size, we're not doing too badly compared to others. Um, bigger counties obviously have, mm -hmm. have more going, but we were on Sunday at the FA events the highest performing county in terms of the number of female referees at that event, So, which was really pleasing to see for a small county compared to a lot of other regional ones that we've got compared to us. So um, the work we're doing is obviously working. and You just need to keep going with it and building on that and adding more aspects to it. Yeah, and 12 referees signed up for the FA Women's Grassroots Development Day. Am I right in saying that was at St George's Park, was one of the national events they run? Yeah, it was, yes. It was a full-day event. Um, went up on a minibus. We left Cambridge at about 6 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> so it was a very long day. Finally pulled in the driveway about 7.30 at night, yeah. but they were shattered by the end of it. Loads of classroom-based activity for them. They spent two and a half hours on the indoor dome there, leading with 
sessions ran by the biggest female referees in the in the country. Um, luckily, Stacey Fullock's one of our referees as well, was, was one of the tutors there. So it was a great experience for her on a delivery aspect to be able to work with other officials in that remit. Mm. Um, but the experience that they've got and the opportunities that females have got within the refereeing game and the football at the moment is massive. So items like that do really help us progress the game a bit more and it'd be great to be able to send next season 24 female referees to that and, and really show what we can do and really bring in those females even more. Yeah, how often do those sort of events run throughout the year and you get the, the opportunities to use the facilities at St George's Park? Yeah, so the grassroots events one runs yearly. Um, there's a, a senior development group which Stacey's part of as well which runs I believe twice a year mm-hmm. um, what we're looking at for next year is creating sort of a bi-monthly female development group within Cambridge um, to add to that and add our own aspect onto it and create more opportunities for development of that female game outside of our, our male pathway um, and our joint session at the moment we're finding that a lot of our female referees like to only attend female only sessions mm-hmm. Um, so adding that extra sort of ribbon onto, onto what we offer really does help. You mentioned Stacey, she's the ref tonight and she's yeah. gone on to, to run the line in the FA Women's Championship. She's also yeah. ref the uh, youth final, women's final between Chelsea and Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Is she like a shining light, an example of the pathway and the progression that some of these female refs can take? Yeah, 100%. She's been really fortunate with her appointments and has done really well in the two and a half years that she's been refereeing. She's had a handful of England international youth appointments as well, which is a sort of setting a really good example to the younger referees in the county um, and all of the young referees there when they're asked who their role model is by the FA mentioned Stacey as their key role model so it's great to have Stacey in the county and building on that and hopefully she can follow in the footsteps locally of um, like Abigail Bryan who obviously FIFA uh, referee um, if we can get Stacey there in the next couple of years that would be fantastic and I'm sure she will if she keeps doing what she's doing at the moment. <laughs> I'm sure she'd like to. You, you mentioned as well you want to form a female referee core group for the 2020-21 season. Just yep. tell us a bit more about that. So that'll be sort of bi-monthly uh, training sessions. Uh, at the moment we, we have a, a similar pattern with our, with our male and joints, which we have four females uh, a group of. So it'll be a, an aspect of classroom learning, uh, video clips, analysing issues that have got in games yeah. and, and items around that, as well as a practical learning aspect. Um, so we normally do a two-hour session. Um, over at Northstone we'll be looking at doing a similar model at the moment with a female game um, which will be really good to have and obviously Stacey will be the lead on that with her experience and knowledge mm. um, and reputation that she's built and any females out there who want to take a referee in the county yeah. how do they get involved um, we've got one more course running this season at Northstone in April um, if you just visit CambridgeShareFA.com um, all of the details are on there under the referee section. Um, we'll be releasing course details for 2021-30 shortly, I'd imagine. Sam, thank you very much for joining us. No, no Enjoy tonight as well. And go the World's Cupper. Cheers, thank you very much. <laughs> Let's bring back Kaylee and Chris then to finally wrap up the, the last few minutes of this final. Cambridge City ladies against Histon in the Cam's Invitation Cup. The rain is teeming down here. We're gladly under shelter, but you can see just in the floodlights that it's hammering it down. And fingers crossed that there's no scares in terms of the pitch. We hope it's going ahead. Anyway, assuming it is, Kelly, what are you thinking at this stage? The, the girls are getting their warm-ups done. You've been in this situation many times before. As we said, oh, so many, we've lost count. <laughs> What's going on in your head at this stage? Um, just making sure we all warm up well. Um, making sure all the girls are focused. I know I said the focus starts when you get on that pitch, but you need to start getting in the right frame of mind. Realistically, it's a cup final. Um, so you want to win. And it does really start from when you arrive and when you get out there. It's really important to get get yourself on the ball, get used to the pitch, get used to the lovely weather. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the pitch looks really good, actually. looks very, very good, I have to say. Um, But, yeah, admiring where you are, you know, taking it all in and get ready to play a good game of football. Are you, when you're warming up now, are you thinking about your individual battles? So, for example, for you, say you're coming up against City, it might be Carly Tolentino or Charlotte Gillies or... 
are you thinking more as a captain how as a team are we going to win this if I'm honest when I warm up it's more about focusing on myself not in a selfish way mm -hmm. but making sure but that to. yeah making sure that I'm ready you know touches on the ball are good your movement's good and things like that um, and then as you start to get into the more possession sort of stuff towards the end you know you, you really need to start focusing and making sure all those little things like even if it's a little tackle that you make sure you win so you've got a good tackle under your belt before you go into the game um, I don't really worry about players until I'm out on the pitch if I'm honest mm. um, just deal with what's in front of you <laughs> Create a chance for both of these sides to clinch some silverware at the end of the day and they'll both be really really wanting to oh absolutely as, as I say it's a cup final we, we, you know whether I think whether, whatever football you play whether it's like well, I say youth football, mm -hmm. men's football, women's football, whatever competition you're in, when you get to a final... You want to win. You want to win. Yeah, you're not there to make up the numbers, regardless what level of the football pyramids you might be in or what position in the league you may be in. You are here to win. You want to, You want your name on that trophy. You want the history to remember that you want it. And it's and that's and, you know both teams will give it a very good go. Just saying about the conditions, obviously the rain is coming down. Mm. That Just saying that as well, although the pitch holding up really really well but those conditions that's going to be very testing for the keepers because mm. that won't be that won't be easy obviously Ellen's just out there now just doing a bit of a warm up and getting you know judging the flight of the ball in those conditions so that will affect it a bit but on the ground that will make things a little bit interesting and when you think of the firepower that Tim Rapley's got as his, at his disposal mm. that could could be as I said the first 10 minutes are going to be absolutely pivotal in this and the first goal as always is going to be crucial in the final I mean absolutely I mean it's as I say, the fairy t the fairy tale would be for the Stutes to, to <laughs> nip one in, in the start of the game to get an early goal and put the cat amongst the pigeons. Got a game the on then. Really put the cat amongst the pigeons. And you know, any side, any side's capable. You see it in league football week in week out, or leagues or across the leagues. Anyone can beat anyone on their day. Mm. And cup football is a massive leveller. It is, as Kaylee said already earlier today. You know, it's the occasion, the surroundings. Obviously, the weather now is going to be a bit of a factor that <laughs> you can't control. But it's, you know, it's going to be it's going to be very, very interesting out there. Can I get a prediction from you both? Scoreline, please. Oh, we're just discussing this. Actually. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not com um, we're not combined numbers. Um, I'll go ladies first because I'm wimping out. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'll, um, I'll Thought it through. I do think both teams have got goals. Okay. Um, I'm going to go on paper. Cambridge City should win this game. Okay. Being brutally honest. I'm going to go 4 1 City. 4 1 City, Chris. I've got to be honest, I, I think City will get four um, as well. But I do think that, that Histon will get. <laughs> I think I'll get another one. I think Histon will get a couple. I think four it'll two. be. Yeah, I think 4 2. I think it's. I don't think this is going to be. I, think, I don't think this is going to be totally cut and dried as. Well, it's not really dry. Thinks. Well, no, definitely not dry. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> but no, I think it's. As I said, I mean, you know, at the moment, as I say, you've got both, both teams doing the warm ups at the moment. Again, with, with, with Histon. A lot of players have you know, played the game for a while. There's a lot of experience there. So we're going 4 2 for Chris, 4 1 for Kayleigh. I'm the host, so I don't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The Cambridgeshire Midweek Football Show on Cambridge 105 Radio with the Cambridgeshire Football Association, promoting football at all levels across the city and South Cambridgeshire. <laughs> Thanks very much to Kayleigh and Chris for joining us for the last hour. If you want to continue listening to the Cam's Invitation Cup Final, you can do. Chris will be providing commentary. Just head over to Motti's Mic on Twitter or cwsportradio.com to listen to full match commentary. Full reaction to tonight's Cam's Invitation Cup Final can be heard on Cambridge Breakfast tomorrow 
on Cambridge 105 Radio from 7am with Julian and Lucy. Up next on Cambridge 105 Radio is Tim Willett with the new music generator. That's from 7 until 9pm. This week, Tim catches up with Hunter and Anthony Rubery following their latest single releases. Of course, they'll have the latest unsigned charts from 8 and they'll look ahead to the big gigs taking place over the weekend as well. Just to mark your card sports-wise over the next few days, I'm back on Saturday with the Cambridgeshire Football Show from 12 till 1. Then the results show from 5 till 6, running up all the local action from the terraces. Sunday, 6 till 7, the show by the fans for the fans. And, of course, I'll be back same time, not same place, probably back in the studio, nice and warm and dry next week for the Cambridgeshire Football Show midweek. Thanks very much for your company over the last hour and make sure you stay listening to Cambridge 105 Radio. Cambridge 105 Radio. So now you've had the build-up, let's get into the match. Christopher Walker providing the commentary alongside him. Kayleigh Amber, the Cambridge United women's captain. And uh, Slacey Phillips does get us underway. City on the attack at the moment. The ball out to standing, coming into the central midfield. Linking up play again now. With Castiglione, who strikes oh. the woodwork. Two minutes gone and the ball already hitting the Woolwork coming to a Histon's aid, but City still in possession. But now uh, Tolentino, Tolentino, Tolentino gets past a lunge and uh, well, there's pen penalty given. And that uh, well, I think it's more for the intent than anything. I mean, yeah. that was a clear lunge from him, but I don't think he's actually made contact. Tolentino seemed to keep the ball and kept going. That's a, I think that could be... I yeah, don't know. It's the that's the fine a, line. Can you play an advantage in the box, Chris? Yeah, that's the fine line. That's the thing. It? I mean, it's uh, an opportunity here. I'd fully expect for this City. to go in. Uh, this is, uh, I think, Tolentino will look to take this uh, on for uh, seven this season. This will uh, make it eight. This will break the deadlock. Oh, I think Tessa Shaw might yeah. be free yellow here, Chris. Yeah, I think it's. In all fairness, she did sort of. Although she didn't make contact, it didn't look like there was contact. She did sort of dive in and uh, yeah. being again the talking to here. Well, it's. Uh, well, no, it does look like uh, the name is going into the book. It so uh, unfortunately, it's in your centre half getting booked in the cup final is not ideal. Um, but they're just going to have to deal with whatever happens with but, this penalty. But again, with the pace that City have been showing, maybe a matter of time before someone did dive in. But uh, Cambridge yeah. City have a penalty here. Tolentino actually to take it after. Uh, Actually, riding off that challenge, shrugging it off and carrying on, but uh, yeah, obviously a referee going, I think, more for intent than anything, and yeah. I've seen penalties given for that. Tolentino for Cambridge City up against Morgan here from 12 yards. Tolentino begins a run-up and puts it right past the keeper. Morgan did dive the right way, but that's the opener on 22 minutes. Cambridge City 1-0 up. Well, this, this is, I think this is Savio uh, Castiglione uh, lining up for this one and killing one in. Oh, oh good save there for Morgan. Getting both, both gloves to that and parrying it over the crossbar. That was yeah. a good strike and a good save. Uh, but again, Castiglione has uh, done that before from that range, he and that's uh, right in that's in a that's a, in a repertoire, and it's a corner for City. And they are starting to crank up the pressure now. They are. I think the penalty and obviously the goal is really un it's unsettled Histon a little bit. I think they were beginning to find their stride, and that sort of yeah. killed them a little bit naturally, but. City sort of not quite queuing up on the edge of the penalty area, but now breaking again in from the right side with Mills oh. and a good stop there from Davis, but it's not cleared. And Tolentino gets a second of the evening, 28 minutes gone. City 2 0 up, and you can hear a lot of a large city contingent just to, yeah. to the right of our commentary position. That was a really easy finish for the nine, yeah. really easy finish. She took her time almost and could sort of pick her spot. 
of stoppage time at the end of this first half. And uh, well, oh, we're not even getting our best gone. There, so, there <laughs> you go. That's it. Well, I think it's might have been I might have been a little bit slow on my stopwatch, Maybe the but um, was a little bit late putting that. Yeah, up. I might have been a little bit slow on my stopwatch to be fair. But uh, half time here at the Abbey Stadium, home of Cambridge United, is of course Cambridge City Ladies Two, Histon Ladies Nil. As at Histon, oh, they're just being picked off in midfield. Now. And uh, Mills there releasing the ball, and it's uh, Gillies again there in plenty of space, galloping into the penalty area from the right-hand side. Gillies for City, ball into there, and that's oh, the third for City. And Gillies unlucky. doesn't make a mistake this time round and gets her first of the final. And uh, Cambridge City ladies now go to 3-0 up and five minutes gone. Yeah, Tesla was just um, robbed of possession there, and they just go forward so, so quickly, City. Gillies just breaking into the box, and then unfortunately the keeper's just got beaten at a near post. Yeah. City with ball just slashing across the uh, penalty area there. City do get it on the left side of the penalty area, trying to get it back in again. And that's a tap-in from close range. And that is four for City. A hack on the far side, right-hand side of the ball coming in. We're short on the turn there. And uh, Histon just can't get the ball, in the, just can't get the clear shot and get enough contact there. But uh, again, here's Abby Davies out the back. Helping out the ball through the middle, though, intercepted. I think she's looking to play that back into midfield, but it hasn't yeah. quite made it. And now it's Laura Mills. There's a City. Moving Maybe look to try and go nap here. And, of course, that means getting five. They've got ten, mi ten minutes to go here. Oh, and uh, the rebound falling in. And this could be a second for sure. And it is indeed the fifth of the evening. The keeper and all following this. Morgan had no There's nothing Morgan could have done there. She had to come out and try and narrow the angle. Uh, maybe uh, probably could have you know, probably could have made it, maybe could have made us a bit bigger, but she's just getting that pat on the back. I think it's I think the head's down. It's not nice when you concede five, no. especially in the cup final because you now know that the dream is gone. <laughs> um, but good to see that also one of the teammates just put an arm around her there and just yeah. saying, yeah, don't worry, about it. get your head it's up. Really difficult. The last couple of goals have been pretty hard on the goalkeeper. Yeah. The last three actually, if I'm honest. But um, yeah, that was really really unfortunate. She's obviously gone to clear it, it's hit her own defender and. Yeah fell perfectly into the path of Shannon Shaw who's got a really easy finish off the back yeah, of that so on for a second of the evening and uh, so Cambridge City ladies 5 Histon ladies nil, and uh, that scoreline looking quite lopsided now in that uh, in, in, towards that obviously the team that were ranked the favourites coming into the final when I mentioned the fitness earlier it's really going to tell now heads are going to drop unfortunately and going to be a that score line, that minutes, five that five goal lead now is going to feel more like 25 now and so the fitness and here's another break on she's definitely on for side the city and that well that is now six and that's a rather disconsolate figure there in goal and then the morgan mm. the ball's in behind and the fitness is really showing now if i'm honest and histon really need to sort of try and try and pull together and try and see the game out in the best way that they can City's goal scorers at Carly Tolentino with two, including the penalty. Shannon Shaw with two. Aussie strikes for Charlotte Gillies and Laura Mills as well. There's a goal kick taken by Histon, and that is a full time whistle. Cambridge City ladies victorious, 6 0 winners over Histon ladies. And obviously, City do get their hands back on the trophy, but they, uh, they'll say, I think they may say, I'm pardon me for saying this, lent it to United, but obviously, <laughs> in, in, in United's defence, 
unable to defend the trophy this season. Yeah, no. So, but again, obviously at six nil tonight for Cambridge City, they get their bit of silver, get their hands on some silverware, which again will bolster that team and give them a lot of confidence going in to what is a very important run-in in the league campaign. And of course, that will give them a shot in the arm, especially with the way the league season's gone for them this season in the bottom two. So now a moment here to save up as uh, the cup is lifted. Therefore, uh, Cambridge City, the skipper on the evening, Becca Fay and uh, Hannah Bodley, both uh, lifted. I'll get one hand each on the trophy, and I think that bit of silverware is going to get well and truly passed around everybody. Uh, there'll be a lot of, I think, a lot of selfies involving a, a large cup this evening. But uh, Cambridge City, ladies, your winners this evening. 2020 winners of the uh, STEC sponsored Cambridge RFA Women's Invitational Cup. 105. Cambridge 105 Radio. There you have it, the winners of the 2019-20 CAMS Invitation Cup are Cambridge City ladies. A 6-0 victory over Histon on Wednesday evening. And I caught up with both managers after the game, Tim Rapley of Cambridge City and Matt Payne of Histon. And the lady that got to lift the trophy, Becca Fay, the captain of Cambridge City. Tim, congratulations. Cam's Invitation Cup winners 2019-20. How does that feel? Yeah, it feels really good. Um, we obviously came in as favourites playing against Histon in, in, in a league um, below us or two leagues, whatever it may be. But, you know, it, it's a final. You've still got to play what's in front of you. And I, I thought we did very well. You know, deserved the, the victory that we had. But, no, it's, it's, it's really nice to win it. You know, we, I think it, since I've been involved with a club, we've uh, only won it once before. So, yeah, so it's a real pleasure and a nice thing to, to have. Was the performance the most pleasing aspect? You said you were favourites. I wouldn't say you expected to win, but there was a probably felt there was a good chance going into it. Was the performance the most pleasing? Yeah, I thought we were very good first half. I thought we looked very lively. Um, we had a nice start. I know we didn't score the game, which had been a bit of an Achilles heel uh, in our season, really. Playing some nice football, creating quite a lot of chances, even if they're half chances. Well, there were some very good ones there today, um, but taking a little while to sort of get the ball in the back of the net. I think we hit the bar. I think with Carly um, early doors, if that had gone in, maybe it had been slightly different. But um, you know, fair play to Histon, they they stuck at it. Um, we were giving them a bit of a run around. So, I, you know, great credit to, to those girls out there on the pitch. It must have been pretty hard work at times. Um, but the actual performance, yeah, we're very, very pleasing, particularly the first 45 minutes. After the semi-final, I mentioned to Ollie about Carly Tolentino, Freya Standing and Charlotte Gillies, the three of them up top together. You went with them again. How pleased were you with their performance? Yes, I thought all, all three were, were really good. Uh, I think playing against any defence of any standard, they would have caused a few problems tonight on the, on the bigger pitch here at the Abbey. Um, I thought Kylie particularly was exceptional tonight. She played down the middle. Um, she kept coming out, particularly on the left-hand side, and, and she's got a little trick that's, uh, where she cuts inside. And Yeah, I thought she was, she was really good. Was it some stage in the first half when you had the number of chances you did that you thought it might not be? Might not be your night. Um, I was always expecting that we would eventually, you know, break them down. We had a lot of possession, um, so I, I was pretty confident um, that we would get the win, we would get the goal, and they would start to fail a little bit. I think, you know, the longer the game goes without a goal, the other team get a little bit more confidence, um, and maybe we, we we drop a little bit. But um, no, no disrespect to Hisson whatsoever, but I I did think that we would we would break them down. Yes. 
into the second half, two goals from Shannon Shaw as well, goals off the bench. Does that fill the rest of the squad with confidence now going into the next few league games as well? Is that important? Yeah, I think it was nice for Shannon to, to get on. She's been a stop, bit stop-start season for her, so that was great for her to, to get on. I think she might owe um, Carly a drink or two because Carly had had a, had a double already and she had a, pretty much an open goal to aim at and she squared it for Shannon to score. So that was very very kind of her to do that. I thought she might have taken the shot on for her hat-trick, but I'm sure Shannon was very pleased. Imagine yourself and the players will have a few drinks tonight, but is your mind already turned to Norwich on Sunday? Yeah, without a doubt, um, we've got some really big games coming up for us. We've got Norwich on Sunday and then we've got Cambridge United um, the following week. So they're the sorts of games that are, will define our season. Um, really looking forward to it. I think this has been a quite a nice confidence booster um, going into that. Um, we've got a few injury issues um, to deal with from tonight and a, and a few that may not be available as well. So um, it's certainly putting the squad under a, a little bit of pressure. but. Anybody that goes out on the pitch for City, I'm sure they'll do their best and do the job. And um, we're really looking forward to Sunday's game now. We've been in this position before where after a few cup games, we've said confidence is high again and then sort of stuttered a little bit in the league again. The million dollar question is how do you make sure you don't stutter yeah. this time and try and get performances in the in the league? Yeah, I, th- I think I think there is more genuine confidence out there. Uh, yes, the cup games have been you know, a little bit easier for us, but um, I do honestly feel that we will take that into the, the next two games for sure. We've got a couple of tough ones um, after those, but um, I think I think we'll use today's performance as a positive and um, hopefully we'll yeah, carry it on. And I guess like the aim is to ho- hope it propels your league form and, and you can stay in the National Division 1 South East this season. Yeah, 100%. Um, we're, we're really focused on that. We've got 10 games to go. I think seven of those may be at home or maybe six, six or seven. Um, I think we may be you know, getting into our stride maybe at the right time. Uh, it's taken a little bit longer than I thought it would, but um, I'm personally pretty confident that we will stay in the league. Uh, and that's certainly the message I'll be giving to the players. And yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a tough season, so this this helps. Um, but now we're really going to go for it, and hopefully we can uh, remain in the league for the start of next season. Back to tonight. We're going to have a couple of drinks, celebrate. Does the uh, the fact you regain it back off United make it a little bit more sweeter? Oh, it's, it's, it's always nicer whoever you regain it off um, to be fair I know they, they wanted to, to be in the competition uh, for whatever reason that, that didn't happen um, but yeah we, you know, we'll, we'll enjoy the evening uh, we'll enjoy holding it on for the next 12 months or so um, we can add it to the Hunt's Premier Cup that we won pre-season um, so if we can get two cups and uh, stay in the South East Division 1 I think that would be a successful season and lastly that's now two successes in the Cam's Invitation Cup over the last three years is that credit to this team and especially you for the work that you've done in lifting Cambridge City up to be a real force in Cambridgeshire? It's a bit of both. I think um, when we beat United a couple of years ago, obviously we were playing um, a division below below them. So that was, you know, a uh, particularly um, sweet victory, um, well deserved on the night from, from my memory. Um, but it's it's just a progression for the club. Um, it's it's so 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 important for me personally to try and keep us um, in that um, national league. Um, there's an awful lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. I've, I've spoken to you before. We've got a fantastic um, youth setup in the in the female side as well as the boys. To be fair, and um, I just want us to to be at that level of football uh, for as long as possible to give the the girls the opportunity who are coming through the ranks and through the city club that they've got a pathway and an avenue to play at a decent level. So that's that's my my desire and my uh, my aim. Very humble. Congrats tonight and go well Sunday. Thank you very much. Cheers, Ollie. Matt, unfortunate defeat this evening in the Cam's Invitation Cup final. Your thoughts on that? 
Uh, we knew it was going to be a hard game. We're we're disappointed by the scoreline in the end. I think we we have no qualms with the result, but I think you know a few of the goals we've we've sort of put on a bit of a plate for them. It, it, we're frustrated with each other. We we feel we could have done better on some of those rather than being undone by some very good high quality goals today. Did the result flatter City? I don't think it flattered. They they were comfortable. We're disappointed by. It. I, th- I think you know for we feel from two of the goals. Um, we don't want to talk too much about the first one. I think everyone in the ground was confused on what's happened on the first one tonight. But um, yeah, we've given them a couple of goals. We think three or four nil. We would have been able to take a little bit on the night. But yeah, five or six feels a bit hard. More done by. Referring back to the penalty and in these games in cup finals in general, the first goal is always so important. What was your, your view on it? It was a trip. They looked like. Carly Tolentino was playing on the referee pointed to the spot we're confused and again you don't want to hang people out to dry but for us the the trip you know whether it's a trip or not has been sort of made or so it's been judged to have been made and then a good advantage has been played and the shot has then been hit and saved and I think that's everyone's confusion even City's bench looked baffled by the call that was made and and, and Stacey is a very very good referee I just think it's one of those unfortunately on the night we've just all got to take it on the chin and just move on from it you mentioned City's attacking threat and the, the front three of Carly Tolentino, Charlotte Gillies and Freire standing are potent. Generally, whoever they play against, how as a manager do you try and stop them? Yeah, it's difficult. Look, they, they, they've got a lot of pace in that side. I think personally, for, through the spine, we didn't seem to concede too much. All the damage was done in the channels. Every time they got into a channel, we, we looked like we were going to be hurt from it. Uh, we could have put any different personnel of players on there. We tried to go through some of the guidance we wanted the players to try and deal with in those situations. But yeah, their quality spoke volumes in the end. What did you say to the players at half-time 2-0 down? We, we still felt we had a chance at 2-0 down. Like I said, I think the players felt a little bit hard done by on both of the goals for different reasons, and we felt we had chances in there. Um, City probably edged that first half. There's no two ways about it. But yeah, we, we thought we were in the game still. And, and unfortunately, the disappointment for us is when we come out and we spoke about how to try and do different things in the second half, and we've gone that third goal in very early, and it's just killed it. So you went 3-0 down just after half-time. You must be really proud of how your players came out after that because you probably had your best spell in the game then and, and really caused City some problems for for parts of that second half. Yeah, the keeper had to make a couple of saves. I mean, we, we said that we, we wanted to try and pose a bit more of an attacking threat this time when we played them. And obviously, I think we did that, but obviously it left ourselves vulnerable on their attacks. And like you say, the pace speaks for itself. They, they hurt us a lot. But yeah, we, we, we are proud of the players and they know there's bigger fish to fry for them. That was always going to be a hard game tonight. And we know that in our own league and looking at the league plate competition, we're in the semi-finals of that's the bigger things we're after that's the ones we know we've got to look after that in our own destiny there say so let's move on to that now then the league plate semis and of course the league you're still very much involved in as well and, and trying to earn promotion for the rest of the season how do you pick your players up after tonight we've just got them in at the end after all the presentations have been done and just said look you know that's happened on the night tonight it was a good experience for you for some of you that aspire to want to play at that level now you know what you've got to do to get there but for us we've got Needham Market on Sunday and we've got to bounce back we've had a really good unbeaten run in all competitions up until tonight uh, and they can pick it up again there's no harm with them doing that at all and they know they can go after Needham Market and target the three points on Sunday and this is a season that is very much still alive you've got a chance of earning promotion in the league like we said a league cup semi-finals you've got a chance for double still plenty to play for Absolutely, and the players know that. They'll go away, they're going to be a little bit hurt from things tonight, but they will bounce back. Like I said, you know, league's still up for grabs, league plate semi-final, we're at home against Hutton ladies. It's a winnable game. They're tough, they're, they're a very different type of opposition to deal with, but we still believe we can get a job done there. All the best the rest of the season, Matt. Commiserations tonight. Thanks very much, Ollie. Thanks for your time. Becca, Cam's Invitation Cup winners 2019-20, how does that sound? Yeah, that sounds pretty good, to be fair. Um, <laughs> one, one of the things that we set out to do at the start of the season, so that's one tick. Regained it off your night as well. Is that slightly sweeter? Um, it is, yeah. It's, it's nice to have it back. Um, 
obviously it's never really nice to to win a final um, by that margin um, but fair play to Histon they kept us at bay for the first 45 at least so um, yeah what happens with the trophy do you get to keep it or does Tim get to keep it no nah, Tim gets to keep that because he can do the cleaning of it <laughs> pass responsibilities to him in terms of the performance I guess you obviously must have been pleased with it um, uh, a thrashing really did you know sort of half time and then just after half time we went three know that you pretty much won the tie um, I don't think we felt like we'd won it until until the end. I mean, obviously it's sort of three four nil, and then an, another quick goal after that. Um, you sort of steady a bit, but at two 0 I think we hadn't really won the tie. Um, we had to work hard to get those two goals. As I find myself keep on saying, we don't take our chances in front of goal. I think at half time we it was two 0 and we told it could be twenty two nil, which is probably a little bit optimistic. But but um, yeah, we should have. Should have definitely had a few more goals in the first half, but in the end we scored six, so and a clean sheet, which I'm always happy. I would say that's probably much shorter after this season. You must be really happy with that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the other centre back Kerry having a couple of conversations on the pitch about a clean sheet, and I said there was about five minutes to go, and she was like, "We've done it," and I said, "Don't, <laughs> don't jinx it. Game's not over yet." We spoke about the attacking players as well. Was it nice for you to just sit back and watch them at times? Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, um, the Abbey's it's a big pitch, um, so it gives um, Charlotte and Carly and Freya and Millsy and even Shannon just time and space on the ball so they could just exploit that and sort of have a bit more time on the ball and be a bit more creative than what we're used to. Imagine for you as skipper and Tim as manager, your attention's probably turned to Norwich some way through that second half on Sunday. A massive game in the league with the situation both scrapping around at the bottom. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, obviously enjoy tonight, but tomorrow comes around and it's straight ahead looking to Sunday. We need to build on tonight's win. Um, we've got 10 games left, which is actually just under half of the league games this season. Um, but they're, they're 10 massive games for us. What's the schedule now looking ahead of Sunday? Do you have much time to train or prepare for it? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, we trained last night, we played tonight, so it's also important to get some rest in as well. We've got a lot of midweeks coming up. Um, we've got Norwich Sunday and then United the following week. Um, so yeah, it's important to get some rest in as well. Most important question: You're going to have a drink and celebrate tonight? <laughs> um, probably not. <laughs> Be tucked up in about half an hour. <laughs> the life of a winner of a Camden Station Cup. Cheers, Becca. <laughs> Thank you, Ollie. Cambridge 105 Radio.